This is Spike Lee. You listen to the Nick of Time podcast. What's going on? We yeah. are back. It's a nigga time podcast with that Nick's talk. This is Edson Sean. This is what's my name again? Jealous. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. I feel mace like today. Right, exactly. And Ryan G is here, you know, in the building. Wow, so it's been a while. Clearly, you know, uh Miss You Kathy. Yeah. Black girl magic. Exactly. Nick's you know, we've clearly been doing the same thing we've been doing and watching basketball at home. Word. So we don't really have much to talk about. But there's been quite a few developments, especially for the Nick of Time podcast. Hey. Here, here's why I throw it to, to, to Jay Ellis real quick. Tell us <laughs> tell us about your, your little adventure, man. So, um, I don't know if you follow us on IG or Facebook or... The any, little, any social or media. Or any social media, Twitter, Twitter follow all you. But, um... We had like the, we got a little, got a little bit of a look. We got, we got a little bit of a look. Um, we had the opportunity to to speak to the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Spike. Mother Lee, man, God. <laughs> Crazy. How, how, how did that even come about? Yo, first of all, man, I was at work. Designing stuff like usual, and I get my my my, my phone buzzes. Bzzz. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, and it's Kathy, and she's like, "Yo." So I don't know if she speaks like that, but she's like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I think I can get Spike Lee to, to, to interview with us on such and such a date." I was like, "I immediately stop everything I'm doing." <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I got Spike Lee. You can be get Spike. Like really? And I was like, "Wait, what? Ta- what? Wait, what?" He's like, "I need you to pull it off." I'm like, oh shoot. Ah, uh, when you need to be there. <laughs> it's like, oh, this day at eight o'clock. I'm like, eight o'clock, no, wait, no, I gotta go work in this so I don't know if I can get off and then she was like, 8 p.m. I was like, 8 p.m.? Right. Ah, I can do I, I, I can do 8 p.m. Alright, <laughs> 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 cool. So she was like, wow. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the squad. I was like, yo, I'm gonna spy. She was like, nah, I wanna I wanna surprise them. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, maybe we should. He's like, nah, I want to surprise him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how this went down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so nah, was, Kathy, you should let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was, I wasn't sure if it was like a thing where it's like maybe she didn't think she could pull it off, or maybe it was like her workspace and she right. wanted right, like the whole right. like right. twenty thousand people there. Right. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. I was like, oh, okay, well. All right, so then y'all seen the, the group text, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Don't worry, Ryan. We we gonna make our own situation <laughs> where we got our own surprise coming up. Exactly. We don't know when it's dropping, but we gonna have our own surprise. Word. <laughs> whatever, whatever, man. Do what you do. It's for the squad. I don't care. Do what you do. So so anyway, um, she was like. You can only ask for a question because you don't have a lot of time with them. I'm like, like, all right. So I'm like thinking of questions and she's like, I'm going to ask the guys 
I'm like, all right, how are you going to do that? And she hits, she goes, so guys, he's, he's, I saw the group text message, right. so guys, hypothetically, yeah. <laughs> right, if, if, if you were to ask Spike Lee some questions, what would you ask? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is weird, okay, well. <laughs> so, um, I, I think, I don't know, he might have been doing a session. I don't, I don't think Gerald got the chance. Yeah, to no, respond. no, I didn't, yeah. By the time I saw it, it was, it was late. Yeah. Yeah, and, and apparently the question I asked to um ask Spike Lee apparently set him off. Well, we, we don't get to, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get to the Queen Latifah moment. <laughs> but yeah, so um Brian, uh, Ryan he 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 um he contributed a question. That I later that ended up being taken out by request. <laughs> but wow. I, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the question later. I didn't think it was that. Actually, I didn't even think that was that bad of a question. I don't think it, you know, anyway. I don't think it is either. Well, we, we'll get to that later. Suspense yeah. for the audience. Suspense. <laughs> so anyway, so that's how that got set up. And the crazy part is, too, I thought I was actually going to miss end up missing the interview. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, hey, then, she, then we talked. She's like, oh, 830. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm getting it. I'm, I'm like, I'm at some business, such and such. I go back home, change to my uh, my oak shirt. We stand right. oak because I'm course. like, yeah. I'm about to meet Mike Spike Lee. I'm going to wear my oak shirt. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I'm wearing that. I got my, my goddess from Brooklyn shirt. My right. goddess from Brooklyn hat on. I'm like, yo, I'm going to Spike Lee. I'm going to rep Brooklyn. Exactly. <laughs> you have to. Got to do that. You yeah. have to. Yo, cop those hats from my sister, by the way, guys. Be blessed. Oh com. yes, absolutely. Yes. God is from Brooklyn. I got the that that uh, wife beater, the red one. Yo, I stay getting stop stopping the street with that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so then um I'm on my way and it's eight o'clock. I'm on the train. I'm hitting ta- I'm hitting Kathy. Like I'm in route. I'm yeah. in route. I should be there like on time. Eight thirty. She was like, No, don't be there at eight thirty. I was like, But but no, you 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 told me to be there at eight thirty. She's like, No, you gotta. You can't be there just at 8. You have to be there early because I have to set up and I'm with myself and I can't come down to get you. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to miss an interview with Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? I can't, I, can't, I can't face Edson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't face Ryan. Oh, <laughs> <Not man. only. laughs> Like, damn. So actually, my girl is with me too. Okay. That's how you got the scene in the video has somebody's holding the camera. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So we sprinting out the train. Jackie joined a courtesy like, like Marion, like Marion Jones, like you know, like steroids, Marion Jones. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we run in there, get to the place eight twenty. I'm like, oh, we Gucci. I'm early. Eight twenty. Yeah. Hit Kathy. Kathy, what, what's what's up? I guess she's occupado. I text her, I call her. Yeah. Oh, nothing. Man. I'm sitting here with security, like, man. Oh no. Kathy, uh, Kathy's supposed to come. You, Kathy, who? <laughs> <laughs> What's her last name? <laughs> you know, oh well, she. You can't come up without her. I'm like, damn. I'm thinking I'm crying about the Miss Spike Lee. Damn. And I'm sitting there, looking at my girl. My girl is looking at me, and she like she reads my face. She's like. You look like a like a depressed puppy right now. I look like I'm about to cry. I feel like violins are playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here 15, 20 minutes later, it's like, well, I don't know. I'm at least, you know, I'll say hi to Kathy or something when I see her, because I came all the way here. So right, I might right. as well just say hi. Yeah, true right. that. 20 minutes later, 
Mr. Brooklyn comes up behind me. Security's, hey, Spike. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> so he was late. He was yeah. late. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm like, oh, I got a shot. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's on. It's on and popping. I can still do this. True that. <laughs> and eventually, we still did it. And the, uh, you know, the video what happened happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So wait, Kathy never actually came down to get you? She actually, you know what? She did come down to get me eventually. Okay. After oh, Spike right. came up like five minutes later, she came down okay. and came right. and got me. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there waiting to talk to Spike. I'm going over the four the four questions in my head like over and over again, making sure I don't stutter. Yeah. Because, you know, right. I'm, about to, I'm about to interview Spike. Right, 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 right. You got to be ready. I got to be shot, son. Yeah. And, and then I get, I get there and... Ask a question. And first of all, first of all, I'm a Knicks fan. Right. Yeah. And I'm interviewing Spike Lee. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, the, you know the saying. You you have a plan. Everybody has a plan when you fight until you punch in the mouth. Hit. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you got hit. I got. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got hit. Yeah, that that nervousness was overflowing. Yo, I was nervous, son. They would say, yo, they was like, yo, John, you was shaking. I was like, I was shaking. It's like, yo, you were shaking. So I was like, really? Oh, damn. <laughs> Wait, who said that? <laughs> Yo, Kathy and this random girl, what a oh. random, Kathy, <laughs> random co-workers. Oh man. And I was like, oh man. So That's funny. I'm going through the questions in my mind, and I'm like, alright, I'm hitting with the the que like I like I like to set up questions like in numerical order. Like I try to right, right. kind of with it, this podcast, I try to like lead into something else and have yes. the follow-up questions already ready. Of course. So I, I hit him with the question that Ryan <laughs> <laughs> Suggested I asked. <laughs> Roy, what's the what was that question again? Basically, the question mm. was I asked him, what did he say to Reggie Miller, or what was exchanged between him and Reggie Miller during the game when Reggie Miller gave him the choke sign? I think it was back in '95. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a good thing you did keep it a secret, and, and Ryan wasn't up there. Cause, <laughs> man, because Spike would have been looking at me all crazy, yo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so okay, first I'm gonna start off and say, yo, shout out to Spike Lee for even doing the interview for us. Absolutely, for real, big man. look. I'm super eternally grateful for even giving us a shot to giving. You know, you made Malcolm X. When I saw Malcolm X when I was like third grade, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I asked him that question, and he looks at me with the cock eye like. I can't believe you just, just asked me this question. Like, <laughs> he looks at me for he's like, this happened 20 years ago. <laughs> they showed on ESPN every day. <laughs> I was just like, shut down. I was like, not uh, a good way to start the interview. <laughs> I'm already nervous, bro. I'm already, I'm, right. I'm already, yeah. they already say I'm shaking. Uh, he put you on the hot seat. I was just like, I was like, uh, uh, and my, and my mind is like, recover, 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 recover. Be, be, before you continue, before you continue, Jay, Spike Lee, I'm sorry for asking, uh, I'm sorry for the suggestion to ask that question. I apologize. You need to apologize to Johnson. You put him on the hot seat. <laughs> Had him on the hot seat. Like, I'm sweating. Oh my God. 
I was like, we're coming. This is for the podcast, man. You can't, you can't let this guy out, man. You say something. <laughs> so all that all came out was all that came out of my mouth was uh. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, hey, I'm not, about to be the shortest interview ever. What? Bucky, he gave us like a good, a good ten minutes or so. Yeah, no, that's man. good, man. Yeah, so wonderful. Th- yeah, that's the prelude. So, I guess we can play that. I guess we can play the interview now. Yeah, might as well yeah. go ahead and you know that's a good, definitely a good setup. Yeah. <laughs> so when you hear the rest of this interview, keep in mind that the next question you hear is after I asked him. <laughs> about that, that 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 game five question and he clearly wasn't fine. pleased by that first yes, one yes yes <laughs> and the video is gonna come out soon so wait for that yeah be on the lookout hey what's going on Spike what's happening hey man um yo there's a lot of history with you um, being a Knicks fan and I'm glad you're talking with us the Nick Town Podcast I actually wanna ask you a few questions since you was there and you was that close to the court. Um, so what's the, one of the craziest things that uh, you, you heard trash talk-wise on the court since you've been so close to the court? Like, any person you liked? Your you know, person? the thing with Reggie Miller was really the only thing that, that escalated into that level. For the most, it's just been love. I mean, I, I, uh, I respect the players. They respect me. We have fun. It never is never mean spirited. The thing with Reggie Miller was the exception. Well, than that, you know, it's, it's all in love. Even the stuff I said with Michael, you know, we joke with each other. Reggie Miller, that that got that went to another level. I understand. I understand. You, you know, it's we're not there, and you are there. So it's so it's you want to ask you these questions because we can't imagine being that close to the court. Because usually, as fans, you know. We're, we're sitting in so Best seats in the house. Of course, man. Everybody dreams of being sitting at half court at the Knicks game. And we just want to know what it is to be like you sitting there. Well, here's the thing, though. People, people must understand that I did not just show up there. As a young kid growing up in Brooklyn, New York, I sat in the blue. That's the roof of Madison Square Garden. The world's most famous arena. They call it the Blue Heavens. So I was never down courtside. In fact, back in the day, they let young kids stay around for the shoot-around. But as soon as it was about the game was to begin, you had to get the hell out of there. So I, growing up, I had really had three <coughs> dreams. One, two on a brownstone in Brooklyn. Two was to hopefully be a filmmaker. And three was to have enough money to buy season tickets for my beloved New York Knickerbockers. And after she's gonna have it, I was able to have, I had the funds to buy season tickets, but they were not courtside. So every year I worked my way down to the court. That's how it happened. That's that's amazing, man. Cause actually, like me and my cousins, we we were the same way, man. We started off. We got ten dollar college tickets. <laughs> it was it was SGA School Student Government Association. <laughs> right. 
two dollars and fifty cents, you could sit in the in the blue. Exactly. It was, well, for us, it was ten dollars. For you, it was two fifty. So you know, time time difference. Pay yes, I I I I'm older than you. <laughs> a little bit. A lot. <laughs> and you know, we we aspire to be like like you. Like I I told I just spoke to my cousin and um, I want to sit courtside one day. Well, here's the thing. What here's what I tell my students. I'm a professor, a film professor at NYU, and I really believe this. Hard work is always rewarded. Have you bust your ass? Or in Spanish, your culo. <laughs> you will be you will be rewarded. But you gotta work. You can't be you can't be trying to style and profile and just faking the funk. It's a jazz term. It's called shedding, which means that you have to get in the woodshed and practice, hone your craft, bust your ASS. You surround yourself with positive people, people who believe in you. I like to say this too, though. Negative people can be your family too. They can be. They can be your fam. They can be your parents. Parents kill more dreams than anybody. I'm gonna repeat it. Parents kill more dreams than anybody. So, here's the thing, though. Whatever you do has to be what you love. You have to love. I consider myself one of the luckiest people in the world because I love what I'm doing. When you love, when you're able to make a living, what you're doing is not a job. A job is hating what you, <laughs> what you do. Majority of the people of this, on this earth go to their grave having worked at a job they hated all their life. So we have something you love, something you want to do, and your parents tell you, no, you shouldn't do that. I think they're doing a disservice to their children. So, important is find out, forget about the money. Leave that out for a second. What is it that you want to do? What is it that you love doing? That's what you should pursue, in my opinion. I, I totally agree. Um, that's, what even, that's even one reason I even started this, this whole podcast and why I'm even an artist today because... I love talking Knicks basketball. I've loved the Knicks since I was 10. Since my father gave, sent, gave me to my first basketball game. And I loved art. They always, the Knicks win? The Knicks win that game? No, we didn't win that game. <laughs> but I still remember that purple, that, that purple and that purple and pink ticket with humans' hands on it. I still remember the ticket. I still remember. I was like, wow, I, I love to do this. And I couldn't play basketball. So now I have a Knicks podcast. And I'm here talking to, to Spike Lee about basketball so this is, I'm, I'm good right now <laughs> one more question if you don't if you don't mind it's a modern question because you know about the mellow thing is happening right now with the whole uh, trade mellow situation do you feel like he really deserved to be traded or do you feel like yo mellow did his thing and should stay with the Knicks here we have to get it straight we can't get twisted it's in mellow's hands Phil Jackson gave Carmelo Anthony, born in Red Hook, Brooklyn, 
a no trade clause. So it's it's Miller's decision. His decision. True. Do you feel like Phil is forcing his hand though? Because it seems like oh oh yeah, he's trying to run out of town. That's 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 not a secret. So if you was Miller, would you like stand your ground and wait for the two years, or would you like, or would you try to move and like go to? I don't know. I cannot speak for my brother. It's his decision. I understand. Do you still have faith in Phil? Yeah. Do you still have faith in what Phil is is doing with the Knicks, or do you feel like maybe there is some kind of hope that he can turn it around? <laughs> I think that's our answer. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so yeah, just in case you didn't know, uh, that long pause after I asked him, "Do you have any faith in Phil Jackson?" That was him. The jigger what face like that? <laughs> right, right. Did you ask me that? I did not deeply find you with the response. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Well, that was. I think that's definitely a, a a good opportunity to talk to Spike. Not only because of his his uh, affiliation with the Knicks, but he's just he's like a staple in our community, and 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 definitely is about um, helping youth and encouraging them to Word. pursue. Yeah. And sometimes he can, you know. Legend, Ex- man. Expound on that. Yo, no. yo, I'm definitely like this is this is one of those things that makes that makes me like, all right, you know what? Because I watch interviews all the time for fun. Yeah. Like uh, Hot 97 interviews, Breakfast Club interviews. Yeah. Zane, MTV. Just just because I like the inspiration and I like I like like the stories of how people get to where they get to. And yeah. Yeah. Sway in the morning. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm I'm gonna have to like study interviews even more. So next time I get that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of more. I, I feel like I was prepared coming in. Yeah. But I feel like I, I I need to like maybe act come out with some light, real real light it's, questions. It's, first, you know, you know what? All, it, all it takes is experience, man. Like the more you do it, yes. you know, the, the more you'll feel more comfortable. Then the more you'll know, like, I right, which question should I ask first, or which question should it's I ask for last? It's an art. There's an art to it, man. Yeah, yeah man. But but the, the fact that you even you know got that experience and exposure is definitely is definitely a good a good thing. Yeah, man. Hopefully, I want I want to have somebody actually here, here, and like chill with the podcast. Kylo Quinn, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's what I would. That's what I would like. I would love to yeah. have somebody here, and we just sit and just talk basketball, Word. talk mm-hmm. Knicks. You know, with them, somebody in the organization. We we gonna yeah. work that. Fat up. Joe, right? Oh, yeah. Even yo, Fat True, Joe be amazing. Yo, Fat big, Joe's man. is hilarious, man. Yo, Fat Joe was funny. Fat Joe knows basketball too because yes. he knows the yeah. leagues that he's yes, you know. mm-hmm. and he's a so, Knicks fan. He's always yeah. he's always up, man. Yo. What what about Joe Budden? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I think that would be funny. Yeah. Oh man, Joe Budden would be funny. You gotta have a thick skin with Joe Budden. No, he's you know, but, yeah, his yeah. part in the mall, man. He's actually he's a real basketball head too. But oh yeah, okay, yeah, he's the one. I don't know if you follow us who gave that Chris Stapps is leaving the Knicks thing. I don't know if you saw that post. Yeah. I don't John, it's not completely true. Man. K- KP ain't but, going anywhere, but I mean, this is the Knicks, though, so I mean, you, you never know. Right, you definitely never know. And uh, speaking of never knowing, you know, I think the Knicks, I don't know if the Knicks are cursed, man. Because when I heard eighth pick, I'm like, really? Yeah, man. Really? Eight? And then on top of we had Walt Clyde Frazier they represent us. Like, I thought saying. That, I thought that's like, that's the charm. ultimate Nick good yeah, luck charm. Yeah. That's the ultimate <laughs> rabbit's foot. How do we get eight? For real, man. How do we get eight? 
don't know, man. And then, you know, the paint jobs done gifted, you know. Celtics the number one pick. Come on, man. Yeah, the Brooklyn paint jobs. Just for for our newcomers, because we got like 40 new, 50 new players. Oh yes, yes. We, we, so we have to months. let them know the 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 the, the signs behind the paint yes, jobs. The yeah. old school vernacular. <laughs> we call the we call Brooklyn Nets the Brooklyn paint jobs here. Because they're still the New Jersey Nets. Yes, exactly. Just painted over with the <laughs> black new and white. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's the Nets with the paint job on top. <laughs> Thus the Brooklyn paint jobs. So, All right. Uh, <laughs> doesn't change that whack. FYI, we got. still love Brooklyn, but yeah, <laughs> I love know. Brooklyn, but not the Nets. Right. Still got that whack history. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Well, good job on those picks, Brooklyn. (laughs) So, we're picking eight. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the the draft is fairly deep, though. So, even at eight, I mean, we should be able to get something decent. Yeah. Word. Um, I wanted Fox, but, you know. No, yeah, right. No, of course. I know you you wanted the ball. I mean, Fox and Ball, they're going to pretty much be gone by the time... The no, they're absolutely so. going to be gonna yeah, be gone. Definitely. You know, Ball, I think, would have been a good fit, especially in just the New York environment. And his dad would have loved it. But. Yeah, but you, but you already know his father's already speaking into existence. He's going to be a Laker, so I guess it's inevitable. Right. I guess, <laughs> but sidebar, though, what do you think about his dad? Because, I, I, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. Real quick, I'm torn. Because the thing is... He's now changed the game when it comes to like coming in the league with shoes. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of these companies pimp these young dudes, and yeah. he's taking ownership of that. He's taking ownership of that. Exactly. I actually, I love the sneaker move. Yes. Like yeah. as an I'm entrepreneur, I, and I'm like, <laughs> but the thing is, everybody counted him out. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. made millions. Oh, the, the first day they even released the shoes, and people couldn't even actually physically get the shoes until like maybe a couple weeks later. Made millions. Definitely. Yeah. Now, as a person, like, I actually love the way he backs his, his, his son. Yes. Of course. I, I do love, like... Yes. I love that. Sometimes he goes a little bit I, less. I think, I, think, I think if we... I think if we... I think if we take those things away from him and just look at him, mm-hmm. he's a bit of a... You know, he's, he's arrogant. And sometimes... And, really? And, <laughs> but but I think there's a difference between arrogance and confidence. I think it's a lot of arrogance because for you to say... In your prime, that you would have gave Michael Jordan work. Is it? <laughs> Yo, is it? And 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 it's in clips of you playing ball. Seriously, I man. feel like I might have given you some work, bro. Yo, like, is he stop. <laughs> I don't even know because there's no way that you can realistically say that. I so. I think a lot of things he doesn't say. I think he I think he does it as part of like marketing for yeah. his attention for his brand. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but but also they at the same time he He's actually like, believes yeah, all that what he says so. too though he I believes so. it though he was so. looking I don't know did you see that clip of him playing Yeah oh man yo I, come on man anyway he was one of those guys I can Mike, I can knock out Mike Tyson son I'm telling you. <laughs> you just give me five minutes you know what it is though. Maybe he's a better one-on-one player and he's not a great five-on-five player. Maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> See, I feel like I need to give the Spike Lee face right now. Uh, <laughs> that's what I got to give the Spike man. Lee face right now because... Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so who's available at eight? Who do we like? Who do we, you know... We know we have... Well, for me... My number one choice on number eight right now would be Frank Nilakina. Yeah, that would be my number one choice right French, now. Frankie. Okay, why, 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 why Frank? <laughs> because I believe 
First of all, the Knicks should not re-sign Rose. I've been saying this for the longest now. Oh, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Oh, we're going to address that. <laughs> oh, man. We need to let Rose go. We don't and... care what he wants to do. <sighs> exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, there's still a lot of things in the air. Like, you hear, you know, trades, you know, he rumors about, you know, them trading for Ricky Rubio and this and that. But if the Knicks, decide, to, but if the Knicks decide not to trade for anybody and decide to draft a point guard, I think at number eight, I think at number eight, Frank would be the best choice because, first of all, he plays both sides of the ball. Yes. On the ball defense is ridiculous. Yes. And I mean, the Knicks don't need another guy who's not going to play defense or he needs motivation to play defense. Exactly. Yeah, and man. even at a point of, what is his wingspan? Like 6'10"? 6'10", 6'11". 6'10", 7'10". Yeah. And he's like 6'5 or something like that? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And I think, and even watching some of the footage, quick feet, I mean, and point guards, even at his height, with that wingspan is going to give him trouble they're going to have to shoot over him. And he wants to play defense. Exactly. That's the thing. See, yeah. and, and, and I mean, at the, at the number eight position, there's a couple of options. But I'm I'm definitely trying to stay away from just straight scores. Malik Monk is uh, amazing offensively. Yeah, man. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like he wants to play defense. They're saying, oh, he can when motivated. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, nah. man. Like I don't want to hear that when you're motivated. What you, what's going to motivate you to play defense? Here's my here's my thing. I know there's a lot of people who really love Derrick Rose, and he did great for us offensively last year. Mm-hmm. Offensively. He, 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 took a yeah. step, he took a step forward, and we got to really think about, like, what did that really give us last year? Right. We didn't Nada. really... We didn't really go anywhere with that, and we need we need we need to switch gears. It's like mm-hmm. we can't keep trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. We exactly. gotta shake things up. Albert can... Einstein, exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> Insanity. Right. The, other, the other thing too now, because the other moving piece is mellow, and as you know, mm-hmm. Spike Lee addressed in 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 the interview, the ball is in Mellow's court. He can decide what to do. So a lot of things again, and here's the thing: it's like. When we got Melo, a lot of decisions were made based around us getting Melo. And again, he's now the centerpiece of what's going to happen with the Knicks. His decision now has a ripple effect and now affects everything now that the Knicks organization is going to do. So it's like Phil Jackson effed up by by trying to run him out of town. Now he's like, I'm just going to sit back and and, and make my decision when I want to make it. I'm not making it on your timeline. You know the crazy part is, too, is like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm, no, I'm, I'm with Ryan. I like Frank. Nilakina? Yeah, Nilakina. Nil- Nil- yeah, Nilakina, yeah. Woo! Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it in my head five times. Right. I said it in my head. <laughs> Telling you. So I like Frank. I, I was actually trying to look up, I was looking at some footage of him. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a few concerns with Frank. Um, I don't know if it's enough to deter me, though. Like, I know typically with European players, they have like a low usage if you're young. Mm-hmm. Think about mm-hmm. KP before he got drafted. Like, he didn't average, like, 20 points, 10, 10 rebounds right. a game. Yeah. Because he was young, and they don't give the young boy, the young boys a- burn. Right, absolutely, yeah. yes. So, Frank's usage rate as a point guard in uh, French, in France or whatever isn't high. So, he's not taking a lot of shots. He's a little more a little more passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not taking a lot of shots. He's not m- making a lot of decisions because his, his floor time is limited. Yeah, right. And I, and I mean, to be real about it, like... If I mean, if I had to look for qualities on my point guard, I would rather I would rather my point guard be like, you know what, I'm gonna set this guy up first. I'm gonna set this guy up, you know, exactly. rather, rather than him be a you know be a score overly aggressive and be yeah. like, you know what, I'm gonna score first and then pass later. And that's the plus on Frank that that I like. He um he knows how to play within the movement system, mm-hmm. kind of close 
to the triangle. He triangle. actually said that in one of his interviews. So I like that. And I also like how his shooting percentage was pretty high during the regular season. It was like I think it was like forty. Apparently, it's 40 improved. Three. Yeah. His, his yeah. shooting is improved. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm liking that. I'm and I'm liking the defensive potential as well. So I think and the playoffs. I was reading something today about the playoffs. Um. It's funny because they said it was his best playoff game he had, mm-hmm. and he's in the finals. If, if y'all don't know, he has not worked out with the Knicks yet. Yeah, because he's in the finals, he hasn't been able to come down and work out. Good sign, good sign. Yeah. take your time, bro. But take your time. Words. We'll, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> the scouts were out there, and he had his best game. So it, his best game was like fourteen points. But you know, he's a point guard. I mean, I mean, good numbers. I mean, his sister he have. We need to we need to look at the whole stat sheet. That's what we need to look at. But they say he was aggressive. But what I do like about his videos, every time I seen them play on play, his defense never waved. He was all over the place on defense. That's what I like. Blocking little shots, even though he wasn't aggressive, too too aggressive on offense. He causes havoc though on the point guards. Yeah, and 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 I feel like. This is the type And of he point goes over guard. screens. And he goes over screens. Yep. I feel like this is the type of point guard that if we keep Melo, if, if Melo ends up being like, you know what? I'm not going anywhere. This is the type of point guard that will complement this whole team that could make them make it go. And it might not be too full steam ahead this year because he's gonna need some time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is the the prototypical point guard that Melo needs. Someone who's going to pass. Yes. Right. Someone who can play defense. And Melo and just, who can shoot three. Melo just yes, needs to go exactly. spot up. Give us his three possessions right. of defense. And, and then and then can you, you know. then can you imagine him playing defense on these point guards in the NBA? And then he has KP to back him up in the right. paint. Right. Right. I feel like that can be chemistry wise. I feel like chemistry wise that could be a, a big thing next next season. So I feel like I have Frank as my one. Okay. And I might have um this other guy, Donovan Mitchell, as like my 1A. Really? Yes. No, Donovan Mitchell, he, he definitely, uh, yeah. he's the one with the, with the 211. <clears throat> he's the one that, 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 that has a bigger body. Yeah, Donovan yeah. Mitchell, 6'3", <laughs> 211 pounds with a 6'10 reach. And he plays defense. Mm. See, like, that's what yes. we, those are the... 2.1 steals per 40 minutes a mm-hmm. game or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. He, the thing is, he's not a passer like Frank. That's the, he's, he doesn't. They, they don't seem. They don't say he has like that natural passing ability mm-hmm. like Frank does. But which I mean, I wouldn't mind him at the shooting guard just because he got that six ten. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I feel like he also could be a good two. Right. You know, um, he can score. Right. He can score. Like he's he's, he's he has a lot of offensive versatility. Like mm-hmm. if you've seen the highlights, he has a nice little step back. Yeah. Oh no, his step back oh, was yeah. crazy. He can go to the rim. His step mm-hmm. back was crazy. He has the fastest sprint time in the combine, which mm. is great. So he's athletic, and his mentality is like crazy. Like he has that. Yeah. I'm going to win. But yeah. I think I like that. I definitely yeah. like that. Yeah. Somebody else I was actually looking at though, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, he's my number. He two actually right, he's, now. right. So we were both, mm-hmm. you know, looking at some. Some clips and a little undersized, but for his height, he kind of plays like a KP or you know a Kevin Durant ish style of of play. And even you know potentially could be defensive problems just by his wingspan alone and the fact that he's that tall and Mm -hmm. can play like a guard. Yeah, definitely shooting. Oh, he's a small forward. He's a small forward and can mm-hmm. also be power forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing, too, with Isaac is um, I actually didn't want Isaac at first mm-hmm. because I read something about him 
But then I kept reading other things about him that was conflicting with that. Like, I heard his pick and roll defense wasn't good. Mm. But then I heard mm. two other places that it was good. I feel like, though, with somebody like him, that could be worked on because of that wingspan alone. Because mm-hmm. it makes recovery easier. Like, let's say he gets burned on pick and roll. Because he's that long, he can recover. But yeah. that's what I was reading off a of Real GM. A Real GM, they gave him a very high rating on defense because they said... He has two, he has like that KP potential. He's a really good. They say he's really good weak side defender. Mm-hmm. So him and KP playing next to each other on a defense, they're gonna yeah. be able to cover for each other like crazy. Exactly covering for mistakes. Yeah. What I, and what I also read was um, one of the, you know one of our biggest weaknesses were this season, <laughs> besides the defense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, defensive rebounding. Yes, because, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because we were we did pretty decently overall rebound. Yeah, overall yes. defense, rebound, we were yeah. like at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, we were top. I think it was like top five it's offense like, rebound. We could like rebound even if we lost. And I think just, but again, it's all indicative of defense because the defensive um, set doesn't end until you actually get that rebound. Yeah. So even right. if you had a good defensive, a defensive, you know, uh, session. If you don't get that rebound, it doesn't make a difference. Right. Yeah. So my thing is, his strength is defensive rebounding. I think they said he was the best or one of the best defensive rebounders yeah. in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. then I'm also reading he's really good at something. Something He's really good at something that Willie Hernan Gomez is bad at. Closing out on, uh, yes. on, yeah. on a shooter yes. and then switching back yeah. to his original man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So after I read all of that, I'm like, all right, you know what? I might be changing my mind on him. Yeah. Offensively, though, he might be a little bit raw. He is, but, but he, he still but, has but, good but, skills, though, bro. Like his handle. Yeah, for, and, for a six ten guy. And his jump shot, uh, stop and pop is actually pretty good. So he is raw, but I feel mm-hmm. like I would I would take a gamble on him because yeah. he plays defense. And 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 the one thing that really stood out for me besides you know all that you've said is, on the defensive end, the fact that he can also guard multiple positions, I think that's also a big positive. But the one thing that really, that really like stood out for, to me, which I think if the Knicks really do stick with the triangle offense next season, is that he's a good cutter. You know. Yes, yes. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the triangle offense, that will be very yes, important. Man. Yeah. We need the hard cutters now. I know we, there's, there's a few people we didn't talk about, but I feel like we have to mention because the streets are talking about them. Uh, <laughs> and, when I, and when I say the streets, I don't mean the real streets, I mean Instagram and Facebook. The pseudo streets. And also, what's up, Dylan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of, one of our bloggers for a podcast. Word. One of our bloggers for a podcast. He just, uh, he just posted um, an article talking about his love, his deep, deep love. <laughs> for Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, no. <laughs> Irony. All right, well, this, is, this is the one thing I got to say about Dennis Smith Jr. And I know a lot of Knicks fans are high on Dennis Smith Jr., but this is why I'm not high on him. It's because you, you know when you watch a player and you watch several games of a player, but then when that player plays that one last game of their college career... That's the game that usually sticks out to you the most. Mm. So you judging him for one game, Ryan? I'm I'm sorry. You're a judger. Come on. Like the last game I saw from him was in the ACC tournament against Clemson. 
And in that game, he did not perform well. Aww. And that game just stuck with what me. What about his overall career, bro? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he has great explosiveness. Mm-hmm. He's a and, and and another thing is a score first point guard and I don't want to okay, go so that that's, again. Okay, so now you're talking. Now, okay, yeah. now you're talking. But I just think. But they, they're comparing it to Steve Francis. Oh, did Steve Francis play defense? They, they're comparing to Wes Westbrook. Well, Russell well, Westbrook doesn't. Russell Westbrook plays defense. He yeah, does, yeah, but he uh, does. what but comparison I, are they making? I think a, offensively. Okay, that's that. Okay, yeah. now that's. I know that that's the comparison they're making. They're not saying, oh, he plays defense and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook plays defense. He and, and, does, but they're not saying that. They're talking about his offense. I, and, and again, I think that was advocate, and, man. And, and, again, they, <laughs> and again, they say he plays defense when motivated. I, yes, we, you know we do not saying? need another player no, that only no. plays defense when motivated. Yo, I was reading, the, yo, because I caused, we did a draft. We did a draft episode a few, few yes. months ago, and I revisited Dennis Smith Jr., and... I was, getting, I was, I was, I was. Everybody kept saying Dennis Smith, Dennis Smith, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Everybody was like, Oh, GC Francis, he's the next. I was like, Let me look at this kid again. I look at this kid, and I'm reading, it, reading his his deficiencies, and I'm reading him going, and it's going. Nah. Dies he, on screens. Who else dies on screens on this team? Derek Rose. <laughs> dies on screens. Does not. Recover to his man seems late, like needs to be motivated. You know, but here's the thing: I, I think uh, a lot of the the younger the younger players now are are like that, where their main concern is offense. Look right. good on offense, scoring on offense. Yeah, I'm just gonna outscore my man, as opposed to I'm gonna stop my man from scoring and, and you know, then get my buckets. Yeah, you know the most alarming thing I read was like. It compared his defensive skill set from high school to college. And you know what they said? It got worse. It stayed the same. Oh, oh that's even... No. Oh, no. At least no change? No change. It's like no change in his defense but from you, high school to college. But you got you to gotta remember, too, like when these kids are being scouted and they're being told how great and amazing they are, mm-hmm. right? Depending on the type of person you are, I'm like, I'm not changing my game. I wouldn't... You, you know, your coach like, hey, look. I feel like defensively you can do this. Yeah, all right. You know? Mm-hmm. I would not consider this kid on the team unless Tom Thibodeau came back and was like, I'll teach him defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, right we, because we right, know, because right now we, we know who isn't going to teach him defense. Exactly. That's our defensive coordinator. We know who isn't going to teach him defense. And I cannot trust Kurt Rambis to teach this kid how to play defense no. right now. <laughs> no, no. Over here letting go of long staff. Uh, <laughs> KP's favorite player, favorite coach, coach yeah. and y'all still got Kurt Ramis over here. Jesus Christ, uh, teacher's pet, right? Oh. Exactly, <laughs> freaking Muppet baby on He's the team. Like... <laughs> oh man, but, but you yeah. know, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, I'm not sold. On, I'm not, I'm not sold on Dennis. I'm not sold. I know people no. are like, well, you know, you know, point guards they don't need to play defense nowadays. I saw. Wait, 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 wait. Who said that? Yo, I'm reading this. These are these are fans saying. Yeah, these are stands. These are pre- saying. Yo, these are not fans. Point these guards, are... you know, they, they in today's NBA, they just need to be. I'm, no. Nah. No. Nah, bro. Yo. Nah. No. Even Stephen Curry tries to play defense. That's what I'm saying, yo. Even Stephen Curry tries to play defense. You have to play defense. And you know what, too? I kind of feel like our woes on the defensive rebounding end have probably 70% to do with the fact that... Point guards are breaking down the defense. Exactly. 
Point guards are breaking down the defense. Point blank, that's what it's. That's what it's. And we're out of position to get exactly. Adequate you know what? The people who made those comments, you should have took their names out so we could call them out. <laughs> the Honestly, merits. <laughs> because, because, because I'm like, yo, if you say your point guard don't have to play defense in today's NBA, I would like to steal their basketball card. Like, nah, you can't have your basketball card anymore. Nah, I'm going to take it from yo, you. Yo, man, I try to respond as much as possible. It's funny. Sometimes the comments be coming in. Yeah. Yo, so funny. So today when I signed on to the, I was like, oh, man. I said, let me sign back off. The, on the Instagram, I'm like, this is a lot of comments. Yeah, I don't yeah. have this. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It was overwhelming. That I was trying to work. I'm like, oh, no, I can't exactly. do this now. I, gotta, I need to sit in my quiet time and, and respond to these things. I'm like... Point guards in this league don't need to play defense. This what? is the problem. This is the mentality, man. Damn. That's why I'm not with Dennis. That's why I'm not. I I, I admire Malik Monk's uh, skill set. I do. I feel like but... he's one of the most perfect fits offensively for the triangle because he carts, he cuts hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. He can possibly take over the scoring load if Melo actually decides. Not to possibly. Leave. I'd be pretty confident he could take over the scoring load. Yeah. The scoring load though is not. Yeah, that's not the problem. Right. Yeah, you need some defenders. But I want defense on my team this this season. I'm just tired of it. Between, I'm just tired. Between the point guard and KP, he's still working on his pick and roll yeah. defense. Yeah. Malik Monk is just an offensive yeah. machine. That's yeah. okay. And and, and 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 our boy Willie, he's still working on his defense. Yeah. We need somebody who actually is like, this is what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. This is why I get paid. Right. Because yeah. because the thing is this, we have enough people that we can develop offensively on the team if they play as a team. Right. Yeah. But the thing that was lacking was the defense. We do not have a we do not have a, a defensive stopper. We can't say, okay, LeBron's putting up numbers, put you you guard him all night. We don't have anybody like that. Nope. And if we can, one of these mm-hmm. one of these young guys with young energy can come out there and do that. Right, yeah, and I said Shumpert, man. And yeah. look at what Shumpert's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm so you know, gotta get well. better there. Gotta get closer than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you almost boy. got it. <laughs> right. Just outside. Alright, so. Damn, did we miss anybody on there? Uh oh, Justin oh. Jackson. We didn't really talk about Justin. You but. know what? Oh, before we even talk about that, you know what? Knicks are are are, are talking about getting a second pick. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Around the four twelve to fourteen range, possibly from the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I heard a rumor about the Detroit Pistons, but I'm not sure how Who true that is. Who from the Pistons, though? Huh? Who from the Pistons? I don't know. Cause they said they, need, they say they need a shooting guard, so people are speculating Courtney Lee for a twelfth pick. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I mean. I mean, if the Knicks are going to go straight rebuild mode, then it, it would make sense to To get rid of Courtney Lee? It would make sense because Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee's an older player, and, I'm, and, I, and I don't think he would want to go through a rebuilding process. So, I mean, if the Knicks are thinking strictly rebuild, then I can, under, then I can understand them offloading Courtney Lee for, like, a another first-round pick. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm wrestling with that, too, man, because... I, I well, I was on IG talking about my my love affair for Courtney Lee. I like defenders <laughs> on my team, man. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even in rebuild mode, man. Like, you one, you need some veterans on the team. Two, mm-hmm. he at least is willing to play defense. See, because he thing, fought over screens. Like, you know. Yeah. So the, the thing is, too, is like 
if we get rid of Courtney Lee and we get a 12th pick and we end up getting like Donovan Mitchell. See what I'm saying? Like that, that's kind of like a shooting guard that could kind of fill his role. Yeah, but yeah. is he playing? Oh no, he well he does play defense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just you know it's like <laughs> you want to take this risk. You need to take this risk at this point. But it's like, is this gonna pay off? Right. You mm-hmm. know, we don't want to have another situation where we're just sitting here hoping that this thick person develops and it just doesn't pan out. Right. Know? And uh, but I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you can end up with That's Frank. definitely an option. Yeah, you can end up with Frank and and um and and uh, and Donovan Mitchell. Would, and this that, is with that would the, be a great defensive backcourt. Yeah, hmm. shout out to I think Knicks Click said it. I'm not sure. I think Knicks Click said it first. I, I think they was talking about having a Frank, Frank and and uh, uh, Mitchell backcourt. That would be. That would be pretty ridiculous. That would be pretty ridiculous. <laughs> that would be pretty ridiculous. <laughs> you, 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 I'd, you, be, I'd be scared to let go of Lee though, but that that might help me. Yeah, but if we let go of Lee and we get that. That would be that would be basically two guards that got like a six ten six eleven wingspan. Yeah. Like, what now? What pick would we potentially be getting from? That's the pick we be getting for Portland. Well, the pick that we be getting for Portland would be the fourteenth pick. Fourteenth pick, mm-hmm. and then Maurice Harkless. Right, possibly Maurice Harkless. Possibly. Right. That's not. Oh, so that's not confirmed yet. It's a, it's a possibility. I think that's one of the things to think about. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. all right. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that a little later, but I just wanted to, okay. I wanted, I just wanted to let y'all know why we're talking about getting two picks. Yes. yes. Okay. But yeah, Justin Jackson. Yes. Justin Jackson, I'm not really sold on him either. I mean, he's... I'm 50-50 on Justin Jackson. Like, I do like the fact that Again, he's a great cutter, so therefore he would fit into the triangle offense in that capacity. And also, I like his confidence shooting the ball also. Like, when he okay. catches the ball, he lets that thing fly. Offensive, again, offensively, I'm comfortable. But he's another one that has adequate defense. <laughs> what does that mean? Adequate. <laughs> adequate defense. What is that? Is that a C plus D? What is that? You know, uh, and my thing that I'm worried about is someone that wants to play adequate defense will end up having... A, a mellow mentality when it comes to defense. Right. Mellow can play defense when he decides to. Yeah, and I, right. we don't need any more players like that. We need, no. right now, we need players that I we mean, can, like, dedicate. Hey, listen, look, your offensive skill set, we love that. You strictly play defense. I was watching this video. I don't even remember how I stumbled upon it. But it was a video, I don't know if you guys have seen it, in the barbershop in New Orleans during the All-Star break. And it was um, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. It was Draymond Green. I heard about uh, it. Charles Oakley it. came in. Mm. Two Chains was in there. Two Chains. They had Steve, <laughs> they, they had Steve Stout, and they were just all talking. And then you know it was cool watching Draymond Green and LeBron talk about the finals. Like, oh, you remember when you fouled me? Da, da. Yeah. And then Oakley came in and was saying, "The problem is that the Knicks don't have an identity." He said, "Your job when you're like the." The head person, whether it's the president or even the coach, okay, look, you set the tone in the in the locker room. Your job is this. This is what you're good at. Because LeBron was saying that's what yeah. he liked about Draymond Green. Draymond Green does what he's good at at a high level. Yeah. And so Oakley was like, yeah, when you as the who, the man in charge, when you come in that locker room, you have to be able to identify strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Steve Stout was saying that. Also, the businessman, any business, the, the 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 president, CEO, has to be able to identify who has strengths and weaknesses and how to use those. Yep. Yes. And I feel like that's what the Knicks are not doing well. And that's why they. I mean, almost by the All Star break, they still were trying to figure out lineups and who would yeah. play well together. 
you're supposed to have that down 20 games in, bro. Like, it's that's real. supposed to be... They switched gears after the, after the All-Star break. Right, man. and completely... Who knows what they were doing? They were trying anything at that point. And yeah, they right. didn't have an identity, couldn't identify who were the role players, who can step in, who can do this, who can do that. Yeah, definitely. You know. I mean, so that's why right now, I love the... Honestly, everybody that is that is being looked at, I love their offensive game. Yeah. All of them. But I feel like we need people that are like, yo, your job, lock up your lock, lock up your man. Yeah, that's all yeah. I want this year, man. That's all I want this year. We get even if we get two people like that and they can give us some production offensively, that's a that's icing on the cake. I really yeah, believe shoot, I really believe if we do something like like how um getting Frank at at number eight and then Donovan. I think that's a, 14, that's smart. That's yeah, smart. That'd be great. And then I I feel I actually feel like if we do that and keep mellow, that could work. That could work. I hope you are listening. <laughs> Somebody in the organization, I don't even care, even if it's the janitor. Word. Hey man, look, I heard the podcast, and here's what you guys might want to try. Somebody in the Knicks organization mm-hmm. needs to think about that. Like that, I think that that might be a good look, man. That yeah. might yeah, two defenders. I mean. The three-point shooting might go down a little bit than Courtney Lee, but yeah. he's yes. still an adequate three-point shooter to um, Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frank is a high grade. Actually, it's going to balance out because Frank is a better three-point shooter than Derrick Rose. Yeah. 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 So, it should... It's so good. Yeah, because Derrick Rose... I'm a better three-point shooter than Derrick Rose. Apparently, Derrick Rose is working on his three-point shot. He didn't have a chance to pull it out because we didn't make it to the postseason, but he was working on it. So so, so, wait, so wait, hold up. You, you, so you were going to wait till the postseason to find the <laughs> shot? Like, <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like you think about these trade-offs. Like, oh, we want defense, but three-point shooting would go down. And unfortunately, the way the league is right now, you have to think about that. Yeah. Because no matter how many twos you put up, a three is more than two. And a lot of these teams, that they live and die by this three-point. Yeah. Word. So. I feel like our only big glitch might be defensively will be at center. Right. Yeah. Like, I think we can survive with Melo at the three. Right. Mm-hmm. And center will be KP will be at the five. You think mm-hmm. they're going to keep him there? But more than likely. Yeah. Because who else? They move him to the four, then who's going to play that? So You can do quality. Uh, unless it's like Willie or To Kyle start? Quinn. Mm. I mean, I know you want the Willie factor. Of course my man Willie. But, but I start? like the defense factor. <laughs> <laughs> <Kyle> Quinn. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> To start hey. though, you think? Nah, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are you on Melo at have, the four? I've, I've, I have been reading reports online saying that Willie has been working on his defense, and he's been, and, and, and he has been working on his foot quickness. So that's so really? yeah, so so that's a positive right there. Okay. Yes, I did read that he was working on his strength and quickness. He's doing strength and quickness training so he can be able to do what Jonathan Isaac is good at. Switch, close out on the man. Recover back to his own man. Yeah, because yep. that's an exhausting thing. Yes, it really is. So, but, um, good luck, good luck on Willie, because we really, really need you. I feel yeah. like Willie. What I did, yeah, way. but I, I like um, Willie's work ethic, and when it comes to improving, and you know, when you first realized we had him on the team, there's folks that were like, "Oh, why did we have this pick?" And I mean, he showed that he was an asset to the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, shout out to Willie. Yes. Phil can draft. I'll tell you that. You know. It's about the only thing. He didn't do everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) He he didn't do everything. The only thing we got confidence with Phil 
in is the draft, and that's about it. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, I forgot to mention. Also, want to mention, we have two second round picks. I don't remember what numbers they are, though. We do. It's like the 50, what is it? The 58th and the 40th? Uh, fourth or something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know, well, people, I know people were like, I'll rock with Frank Mason. I know a lot of people on, online, you rock Frank Mason, which eh, could be good. Second round pick if he's still around. But that's what I'm saying. What we have? What are our picks in the second round? Is it the 44th and the 58th? I probably got to look that up. 44th and 50th. I mean, we may we may Whoa. be able to squeak out a gem. Hey, man. Well, I mean, well, I mean, hey, Isaiah Thomas was drafted 60th. There you go. What I'm saying? <laughs> we might be a, what I'm saying? We yeah. might be a, Right. Don't so it's know. like you have to base it on the skill sets they have and potential development. Right. And, you know. Like the, I heard Swan, uh, Swanigan, Caleb Swan. But that's, oh, yeah. but that's why Swan I think... Purdue, right? But, right. Yeah. But that's why I think looking at work ethic as well, especially in the second round, that's where I feel like looking at someone's work ethic is important. Yeah. yeah. Because if their potential is there, but they're not willing to work, what's the point? You mm-hmm. know? Because like somebody like on Isaiah Thomas, clearly he had the work ethic that they needed because look where he's at right now. Yeah. One yeah. of the top... Five point guards in the league right now, right, yeah. and Draymond Green was picked. Was yeah, he Draymond was a second Green, round pick too. Yeah. He mm-hmm. looks like a second round pick, but he plays. He knows, yo, this is my role, yep. and I'm gonna embrace that role. He has like an Oakley mindset. Yeah, he got yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I don't like Golden State, of course, but I, I, you know, I'm like when I watch Draymond Green play, I'm like, I don't hate okay. Golden State. Hey, listen, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't hate him, but it's like. This this it's just the way that these teams are built and shaped and crafted. I mean, I hate the Cavs, so I hate for the Cavs goes goes listen, goes above and beyond. I any hate for anybody. Oh well, listen. Oh, I I I understand. Listen. I mean, Celtics too, but yeah. well, well, Celtics that's, is that's a history. Given. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, right. Yeah, they're right. Boston. I mean, that's right. a given. Right, right. <laughs> you know, oh, but um, I'm mad. Money is green. <laughs> but yeah, Golden State. I think is just the idea of Golden State. I don't like you know, uh, yeah, but. Yeah. Super team. Oh, and another sidebar. LeBron apparently has never been on a super team. He doesn't believe in that. Uh, Miami Heat? Oh, did what? You, did, you hear, did, you, did, did you hear that quote? Yeah, I did. He's yeah. like, yo. He said that? He said, uh, I don't believe I've ever been on a super team. I don't yo, believe Yo, are you serious? First quote was, uh, Miami Heat? Exactly. He's just crying because... He got he got destroyed. Wait 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 wait. wait, wait. What what caused him to say he didn't play on a super team though? Someone he was asked getting him, interviewed. Yes. Yeah, someone yeah. asked him about super. <laughs> yeah. Someone asked him a question yes. about super teams. That was his response. Yo, you suck. Hold on. <laughs> He's delusional. Hold on. I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm like. <laughs> did this man did this man forget that when he came to the Miami Heat and teamed with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, he was like, sure. we're gonna win not, not just one, one not two, two, not three, not four. So here's the here's the beauty <laughs> of this. Christ. I was just, um, for those that are listening out there, I was just actually trying to pull up the video to show the fellow podcasters, and conveniently, that post has been deleted. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm saying. <laughs> Tweeted and deleted. Wow. <laughs> well, okay now. Huh. All right. <laughs> wow, LeBron's got more control than I thought. That, damn. I don't oh. know, man. I mean, that clip was up there for a minute, and then it's gone. Huh? It maybe was sent like two days ago. Oh, Two days ago. Oh, oh, yeah. He's and, telling you to add it. And also, um, LeBron kind of ball off his head, too. I think he's letting go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, after he said he, he did everything that Michael jo- Jordan did except gro- uh, go bald? Did you hear that quote? No, no. But, yeah, but, but I mean, he literally, like, went bald. Like, it's off. Oh. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, it's like a really low Caesar right now. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. So I guess he is trying to... 
get close and closer to Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I like LeBron as a person off the court. I feel like... No, I like him as a person. Yeah, as a just, person. Just, you know, some of his mannerisms on the court, you know. <laughs> flop. You know. <laughs> oh, well. Le flop. Le floppy. So, mm. we spoke about draft picks. Yeah. Um, possible trades. And then we said there was some trade rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. one that was the that we mentioned before was a Portland. Yes. Right, for Maurice Harkless and the 14th pick. Yes. Um, the Knicks, I heard, were in fluid talks mm. with Portland. So, very high probability that we end up getting a first-round pick from Portland and also bring Harkless mm-hmm. our way. Bring him back home, Red Storm. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that that move for Harkless? I like it. Like mm. I, I kind of like I like I, like I said I like two way players. Right. Um, his three point percentage seems to have gone up. Um, I don't want to give up Courtney Lee in this deal. I know people was like, get him Lee, give him Lee. I'm like, no. <laughs> we're Not gonna, for this deal. We're gonna get right. We're gonna yeah, get burned I, by that. I kind of feel yeah. like. Because you know, know why Portland is doing this? Portland is doing this because they're going to go over the cap next season. Mm-hmm. Mm, so they got to drop some yes. drop some weight. Yeah, then. They're going to that luxury tax. That's it, drop but, some but, weight. But, but the thing is, is that if you're trying to drop weight, though, you would want you would, you would want expiring contracts. Lee is not an expiring contract. The, you, the, oh, right. They're not going to pick up. Yeah, that wouldn't even make sense. That, actually, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. So, hmm, so who's an expiring? Maybe a cool. Your old coos. <laughs> send him out of town, man. <laughs> oh, man. They might send send him out of town. <laughs> send him back in. They might send my boy O'Quinn. Nah. It's, yo, it's a high probability, stupid. man. It's a high probability that O'Quinn, is, O'Quinn or Courtney Lee I mean, O'Quinn is going because one... I don't like it, but one did a cheaper contract. I understand. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. I understand why yeah. it makes sense. But even looking at O'Quinn's workouts that he's been doing recently... Looking at how he improved last Dunking season. Dunking on people that Honestly, <laughs> honestly though, my thing is this. He ended on Josh Norman. Hey. <laughs> my thing is this. Based off of the improvements he made last season to now, if his work ethic remains the same, what is he going to look like this season? That's what I'm excited to see. We can't get rid of him because we do that. Mm-hmm. People Again, are we're gonna, sleeping we're gonna on get, that we're boy, gonna get man. Burned on. We're gonna get burned by that. We need to keep O'Quinn. That's one of the yeah. that's one of the moves I felt like Phil did right. Yeah, keep <laughs> O'Quinn. Keep him. Keep him. Keep only and, and you know keep the younger. Keep O'Quinn. You need to keep Willie. You know keep, keep these people that one have shown improvement. Two are willing to play defense. Mm-hmm. You know three that have good work ethics. Can't forget right. about Joe Keem Noah. Yeah. <laughs> is his contract expiring? Can we get rid of him? We were having a good podcast. <laughs> right. I do not want to go down this road. <laughs> I'm just saying because y'all know he's going to be here next season. Uh, I mean, whether you like listen, it or not. Every team needs yeah, a man. cheerleader and a mascot. Bro. Oh, man. Every team needs a mascot. I want him to do well, man. Listen. I want him to do so well. So do man. I. That's the only way we can eat. That's the only way we can get rid of them. If it's every time. Yeah, that's true. You know, and the thing is, again, I like Noah as a person. No, I love Noah as a person. I love his work. He seems cool. He seems like a a very very in touch with the holistic things. Mm -hmm. Hence the issue he had with the medicine. (laughs) His medicine. (laughs) You know, but uh, I don't know. I, I just, 
I just feel like that shrinkage. Right. Oh, <laughs> <damn>. Pause. <laughs> but I think that that was one of the deals that I I feel like we we gambled wrong on that one. Yeah, you know, four years. We definitely the the house definitely won with. Filled all that work to clear those contracts and then got no four years. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Come on, man. Oh. Oh. Now it's gonna be near impossible to move that contract. Oh God. Yeah, cause so right unless he produces. If he if he plays Tango games in a row, we got. That's what I'm saying. We can. Sh- I think Tango games. We start looking around. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see how you see how he looks now. Potential, <laughs> right? Be, be, be like, yo, my man's getting double doubles every exactly. night. <laughs> right. Tango games and hey, look. Look at his numbers. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Uptick. Mm. Yep, twelve and ten. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I'm 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 for Harkless. Two way defender, two way two way player, ten points a game, definitely three pointer, yeah, small forward. They might end up, you know what? They might end up training my boy Lance. Oh well, man, see, you know, and that I'm the, I'm I the feel last like I'm, defender here. I feel like I'm comfortable with that. I'm, I know you never liked the man. <laughs> <laughs> you never liked my boy. I feel like I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> Um, audience, if y'all listen right now, y'all should have saw Jay's reaction right now. <laughs> I, I know, I know I have, like, the most unpopular opinion <laughs> of all opinions, but I don't care if I have an unpopular opinion, man. I like Brooklyn boy Lance Thomas, all right? Listen, I like this tint. I mean, I mean... I understand if he is traded, though, because... I have to even be realistic and look at the amount of games he missed over the last two years. Mm-hmm. Even and though, how durable is he? Yeah. yeah. You know? And I mean, for me, though, for me though, it's like, okay, if you trade away Lance, you get another player in return who plays defense. For me, it's like, all right, I can live with that. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. That's because, why and I think that's where Lance's health um, reared his head most is on the defensive end. Like, you have you're, you have to have your feet on de- for defense. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're hurt, I think that's where it shows up most. Because if you're hurt, you could kind of, you know, you could play offense and 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 um, you can kind of hide it, mask it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But on defense, you got to be all in, man. And, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, so I think Lance's might be around what, what five to seven. I think so. Is Kuz like two to three mil? Yeah, yeah. So that can that might and at, is how much? How many years does Lance have left? Like one or two? I'm not I think sure. maybe is it two? One I'm or not two. sure. We can, I mean, we can look. Both Kuz yeah. and Lance expire before before uh, Harkless. Okay. And then we get a first. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that could work. That actually, I mean, that might work, man. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like when you got these players, you never really want to see them go unless they're like really not producing, like yeah. Derrick Rose. Yeah. You know, and not to say he wasn't producing because offensively he did, but big liability on defense, and he's just not the point guard to fit. The offense that the Knicks are trying to run. Yeah, you know what? That's a good segue into the Derrick Rose conversation right now. Because mm, apparently he wants to remain in the Knicks uniform and is willing to take a pay cut. Ryan, 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 hold up, Ryan, hold up, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look so angry, <laughs> audience. Audience, audience. I gotta tell you, since it's not on video. That you have to see the anticipation <laughs> on Ryan's face when Ezra was no. talking. He was his lips was fixing, waiting for the millisecond. Anticipation, <laughs> 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 crap on Derek, man. <laughs> I 
back from another way. Go ahead, Ryan. What are you just going to say? I was just going to keep it simple. I was just going to be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> all that. All that suspense. <laughs> <laughs> because to me, I'm not saying Derrick Rose is a terrible player. He's great offensively. You know, if, if you need a slasher that can get to the hoop, Rose is your guy. But for us, he just just know he plays no defense. <laughs> he does not get over screens. And I can point at several instances throughout this season where he did not no do the land. right thing on the defensive end and it cost us games. Yeah, we had baseball. Always he's always stuck in no man's land. Always like, oh, the switch happened. Yeah, man, that happens every time. Exactly, man. Like Oh God. Now, okay. I like to play devil's advocate. That's like my role. Of course. Here. All right. Okay. Now, I actually agree with Ryan, but, I'm, but I, I want to play the devil's advocate role anyway. Okay. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, maybe this could be what the Knicks are thinking. If they end up trading Carmelo Anthony, right? Mm-hmm. For an actual like defensive small forward. Mm-hmm. And try to like surround Derrick Rose, who's a scorer, or with some defensive players. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, okay. just maybe, see, it can work. See, that theory would work if uh, Derrick Rose fit in the triangle offense scheme because, like, the main thing is you want to surround this player with defensive players. That's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. How is this going to work offensively with the triangle offense? Now, to Derrick Rose's defense. Yes. They played a lot more triangle towards the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. His assists weren't that good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Right, right, right. <laughs> His assists weren't that good, but he was still able to score 18, 20 mm-hmm. points a game in the triangle. Offense How many games did we win? In the offense. How many games mm-hmm. did we win? That, it's not about that. It's not about that. You want to get technical all right, all right, wins all right, and losses. Right, right. Like, this matters in the NBA. All right, here, 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 here's, my, here's my rebuttal to that. All right, say, for example, the Knicks do that. They re sign Rose and then. Carmelo's gone. And Carmelo's gone and they try to build the team around and Rose we get a defensive player. Yes. Who's going to be the facilitator on the Knicks offense then? If Rose isn't the one facilitating it, he's the point guard. Uh, Ron Baker. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I read somebody say, play Rose at the two. I was like, no, that's not. No, hell no. no. Some, some said that. I don't know. Some some, some people. Some so, so wait, hold up. How are you going <laughs> to play someone at the two who can't shoot? I was thinking the same thing, man. I'm just like, you know, something... They a say, slashing two, that's horrible. That's, a slashing two, all of them just back off. Okay, yeah. Good. And then clog the lane. Like, that's... No. No, yeah. man. He has to have the ball in his hands. He has to penetrate. Yeah, but that that's what... Mm. Now, just... That was my, that was my Jay Ellis uh, devil's advocate. Because <laughs> <laughs> even after... If all that is true, because, you know, I was kind of, like, on teetering all the... Before, whether Derek Rose should stay or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if that is the direction, when I think about... His knees. Mm. No and knees. He exactly. played 64 games a season, which is his best game. Mm-hmm. His best, you know, the most he's ever played. He played better. But when you're looking at what the doctor is saying, he's saying he put stress on his knees. It was not one incident that caused it. It was deterioration wear over time. Mm-hmm. Wear and tear. That, to me, is scary. Yeah. That means, to me, in my mind... He can't play more than 60-something games in a season. Here's the other thing with that. And then you have to factor in, say, for example, he goes to a playoff team, and then you have to add in those playoff games also. Right. Well, here's the thing that I'm also realizing. Derrick Rose's uh, 
how do you say, his fervor that he wants to remain on the Knicks team, right? Mm -hmm. And take a pay cut. To me, it makes me believe that other teams are like, hey, you know, he's probably looking around and, and, and they're probably, the Knicks are probably trying to shop around to see who's interested and they're probably not getting much interest. I'm not sure, wait, I'm not sure they're looking at checking the free agents yet. Hmm. Are they? I don't think they're allowed to talk to free agents. In they're school. not. Well, not not right now. They're so not. After but then, first. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So who was it that was considering Derrick Rose before? Was it? No, they're just trying to be like, you know what? They he just wants to be here. He's been in New York. I feel like you know what? Derrick Rose. Derrick Derrick Rose is a character guy, man. Like so he's a loyal dude. He's a very very extremely okay. loyal dude, mm -hmm. and I feel like he's the type of dude where he he gets around certain people. He gets used to a situation, mm -hmm. and he gets you know he gets, like he he gets comfortable. Mm -hmm. No one to staff, no one. So he he generally likes the people in New York. I get it. He needs to get a little uncomfortable. So maybe maybe also Rose is thinking like you know what I didn't have such a great season. He wants to make he up for it. So maybe thinking about he redemption that too. He just says, like yes. Jack, just but, like Jackie Noah. But but, but, right. but at the same time, it's like you can respect it. Unless yeah, I mean uh, unless he unless he reverts back to Bulls Rose where he was at least averaging like at least six seven assists a game. Then maybe I would accept it, but not, but, but, averaging yes. four assists, but averaging four assists a game, I can't rock with that as a point. With, with See, a point guy, I can't rock with my, that. My my thing is, my thing is this too. Like before, back when I was like trying to lobby for Derrick Rose, like I was looking at it differently. I was I was looking at it at as he's coming back, he's getting back into rhythm. He's just putting parts of his game together that he wasn't able to put together last season. That plus, this is his first time playing in the triangle. He's been playing pick and roll his whole life. So I'm like, all right, maybe next year, another year under his belt, he's kind of getting more used to picking roles and picking the spots. He might be able to to up that part of his game, but all that gets negated to, the, to his knees. And that's what's... Yeah. Right, so, so that's right. So, and that's the thing. Even with that, like, you know, Joachim Noah, again, as much as I like him, I, I, I wouldn't give him that. But Derrick right. Rose, I'd be like, I'll give him another season to get it together. But like you said... Yes. His knees. How many games is he realistically going to be able to play? Right. If the issue is wear and tear, unless they give him a RoboCop knee, like, right. <laughs> this, this, you know. That's really my deciding factor. Like, if he was able to finish out the season, yeah. and he was like, I'm willing to take a pay cut to play another year with the Knicks, I probably, I might have went for it. But I might have I yeah. looked at Drew Holiday and, and see what is going on there. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I might have went for it. According to rumors right now, Matter of fact, they're saying that both Drew Holiday and Justin yes. Holiday, they're saying that the Mavericks are favorites to sign both of them. What? Yeah, What's man. That? Yeah, Drew Holiday and Justin Holiday. They they said Mavericks, Mavericks are um they rose as favorites now to write to sign both of them. Now, 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 now listen, uh, audience, <sighs> if you don't really know, we're we are we Drew Holiday we're, we're we're Holiday fans here. Yeah. But Edson Sean is the holiday fan here? That's upsetting. <laughs> man. His That's face upsetting, is man. on the on, is on the floor right now. That's Just... upsetting. Um, you know what? <laughs> well, the thing that we need it's like they we can't give those pieces. Away. We want consistency. We want more seasons. Right. But this is always I feel like one of the Knicks' problems. This oh, there's just too much inconsistency. If yes. you look at the teams that religiously make it to the playoffs and mm -hmm. actually get to the finals, they have very little movement. 
within the majority of their team. There's a few key pieces, but there's very little moment. There's consistency. Yes. We now are... like I feel like Justin Holland, they could easily develop him again. Your job, yeah, you can score. That's cool. If you give Mm -hmm. us offense, that's great. Lock your man up. That's all I need you to do. You know... I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I mean, it's one of the issues with the Knicks because I think I read a stat the other day saying that I think since Phil Jackson was in offense, yeah, since Phil Jackson was in office as our president of basketball operations, like Melo's had like seventy plus different teammates. Yeah. Also, I uh, like I read a stat. Like, that's like, ridiculous, that's man. And that's, a real, that's a lot of reason why I'm like, like Courtney, trading Courtney Lee and O'Quinn and like I want to keep somebody I would, I would like, more than a year. I would right. I would <laughs> like to see. You know how much of the core group we can keep. Seriously, I mean, I'm talking about the players that actually produced. You're gonna need a bench. Mm-hmm. You're gonna need bench players that can come off the bench and play defense. Why are you gonna get rid of Justin Holiday? Yeah, and you and know. and to be real about it, this is my issue with Phil Jackson because it's like he really does not have a plan. The right. only the, the only plan right. he has the only plan he has is. Okay, I'm a force the triangle offense on you to play, and the play and I'm a, like and I'm gonna try to run Melo out of town. Exactly, that, that's, that's his, his only plans. plans. And I'm scared we're gonna end up running somebody else out of town. Oh yeah, because KP doesn't seem happy with the way that people are being treated. Nope. Yeah, uh, he might be. Listen, so we we I don't even know, man. But damn, I feel like damn the dad. Yeah, yeah. Guys, we, I mean, we have a, right. But I'm saying, and but for them that'd be a good look. And again, oh, yeah. they see the potential in Justin Holiday. We know Drew Holiday's proven already. Yeah. You know, and what would the Knicks get for Justin? What would they get? What Nothing. They get? He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah. He can go see, wherever he wants. See what I'm that's saying? Like, what I'm saying. yeah. But and that's what the and see this will this is how how the Knicks organization treats their players is going to bite them in the behind if they treated players a little more respectfully. Mm-hmm. I feel like Justin Beck, now nah, I'm going to stay here. I I, you know, I like this organization, but yeah. there's so much chaos going on. Yeah, and you know, he's want, he, he's, he is going to want to play with his brother. Of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course. Like, if, if this was a good place to play, and we had some, like, forward movement, yo, bro, right. come exactly. here exactly. with me. Exactly. We got a bunk bed. We can exactly. play PlayStation. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know, you, I can make my player, you can make your player. Exactly. You can pass the ball to each other in the video. You can, you can do this. But, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't and, know and, and I mean, like, and then what's hilarious to me is that, you know, Phil Jackson is saying how he can actually attract free agents to New York City. And it's like, yo. How, when, Sway? How? Exactly. And it's like, when you have players in the league and you have basketball analysts all over saying, you know, saying all these negative things about the Knicks, it's like, how is that going to encourage players to be like, you know what, let me First come off, to New York and play? I was watching, um, what is that show with Tracy McGrady is on it? NBA Jump? Yes. NBA Jump. And as soon as they mention the Knicks, oh, that's a joke. For oh, real? that's laughable. I'm like, you know, and then they were like, yeah. New York's just got a whole lot going on right now. I'm like, everybody sees it. Reggie Miller. Oh, I can't believe how Phil Jackson is treating Melo. Oh, I can't wait till Phil leaves, man. You know, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yo, don't we're going to have like a special episode when Phil Jackson leaves. You're going to call it the Glad You're Gone, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have balloons. We might have a music. We should do that. At, we should do that at a venue. And, and, oh and, yeah. And, and, you know, oh yeah. That's gonna be a live podcast. And you, know, <laughs> and you know this is what kills. This is what kills me about the Knicks, man. Because like, say for example, because you know, I, you know, I watch ESPN. I, I be watching my sports news. 
Jerry West left the Warriors. And he's built winning teams. Like he built um the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Of course. He mm. built the Golden State Warriors to where they are right now. You know, and he built up the Memphis Grizzlies back in the day too. He turned them into a winning franchise. And it's like the Clippers signed this guy. And I'm like, the Clippers, a Clippers, the team a team that has terrible history, a team that's hasn't been past the damn second round. And I'm like, yo. What is wrong with the Knicks that they cannot pick up somebody like this to actually build the team? Like Why someone, can't they someone, get him? That's what I'm saying. Like someone with someone actual track record. Someone with actual mm. basketball brains as an executive. Yeah, but he Phil Jackson really, has a basketball brain, but he's he, but as a coach yeah. though, not as an executive. For example, it's like the same thing when I say about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, we all know, grace of all time, amazing basketball player, yeah. but I don't think he would make a good coach. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be on the side like, look, give me your shorts and shoes. <laughs> Let me show you what I'm, you know. And I think the same thing is happening with Phil Jackson. Amazing coach. As a president mm. of basketball operations, doo-doo. You know, like, <laughs> we should have Phil Jackson pinatas at the party. We should have. Oh, we should have. You're peeing on those sticks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Little basketball candies come out. Oh man! Y'all will uh, come. Y'all know y'all will come. Phil Jackson pinatas. <laughs> Pin the tail on the film. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, 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 Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this party's gonna be late to you. Yo, right? Exactly. Yo, KP, you wanna come? Exactly. <laughs> Yo, Melo, come through. <laughs> exactly. That's you know. Oh, well, you know, we we gonna see, man. I'm excited to see what we pick up. Um. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Oh, yo, it just it just dawned to me. We, we forgot to talk about one draft player. Who? Oh. Luke Kennard, because that's the report. Oh. ESPN came out right now saying that the Knicks are looking but at But that, that I mean, that's game. hot Knicks news, but. Because <laughs> ESPN said it, I guess. I don't know. But it's all over, all over the wire right now. Yeah. And Luke if, Kennard. And if the Knicks draft him at number eight. I, I I may have to retire being a Knicks fan. Yo, I, I, I will. Okay, what I'll do is, I will definitely forfeit for a year. You can't. That can't be your eighth pick, man. It can't be. Nah, man. I, I could under. I, I could understand if it's mid first round, late first. Yes. Round, then yes. I can understand. I don't think that's true. I can't believe that. The Knicks guys were just watching Frank. I feel like news comes out every day that the Knicks. Last week, last week, last week we were picking Donovan Mitchell at eight. Right, right, this right. week, today, they said Luke it's a short right. thing we're picking Frank, and then one hour later, it's a short thing we're picking Luke. Like, I feel like everybody, <laughs> no, there's another rumor. <laughs> no, I mean to be real about it, like if you count up all the rumors since like the season has ended, like they've probably linked the Knicks to like eight or nine different draft picks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, wait. So I'm not going to... I'm not... Pick eight, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to panic yet. <laughs> no, not, listen. I'm not... I'm not even panicking for that. I feel like there's no way they're picking that. There's no, no way, way. It, it can't be, man. There's no way. No way. I mean, we said the same thing about Porzingis. I, I mean, I mean the man. The man's a sharpshooter. Don't get me wrong. The man can knock down some threes, but it's like... This there's, there's, there's better options at yeah. number eight, though. I don't believe it. I'm not even worried. I don't believe it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to root for anybody in the Knicks uniform regardless. Yeah. But I don't believe it. Honestly, if if Phil Jackson drafts him at number eight, 
he might be run out of town that night, son, honestly. With pitchforks and <laughs> flaming wood sticks <laughs> knocking at Phil's door. <laughs> Word. But then again, he might be in L.A. anyway, so yeah, man. he might not be <laughs> in New York. <laughs> Next best thing we show up at James Dolan's place. No, we'll show up at one of his venues while he's performing. <laughs> oh, heckle him, dude. Heckle him. I'm throwing some rotted out tomatoes. Oh, man. man. Matter of fact, um, speaking of James Dolan, his music... um Sucks. <laughs> Hey, man, we can't talk too much crap about James Dolan. You need Kyle Quinn to be comfortable uh, coming uh, here. Yes, you're right. Uh, I, I, I mean, I mean, I, I wasn't going to say his music sucked. I was just going to ask, you know, what's your mood when you watch, you know, when he watches his band perform? Like, what's your mood? My, my mood? Um, yeah. Um, um, sleepy? Maybe. <laughs> nausea? <laughs> Maybe nausea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying though, like what? His music don't get you hype? Like, did you hear his vocals, yo? <laughs> Stop. Yeah, man. That's an auto tune uh, can't fix, man. Yeah, but he wasn't using auto tune live. Kind of can teach him. Kind get anybody a hit. Get Kanye. Get put man. Get get James James Dolan Kanye. He make him a hit. No problem. I'm sure. Put some drums on that and some yeah. kind of tune. <laughs> you know, put on a sample from oh, like word. 1980s. Right. <laughs> Be out of here. Word. Listen, James you know what it is? Feature, but, I must say, but I must say, but I must say, wow. That would be crazy. Push, push a T and Kendrick. Make it work. Make it work, But you know, you know what it is, though? You know, you look at uh, James Dolan, and he's living the life that, that we all dream of, right? Yeah, of course. I'm, yeah. I'm saying, you know, he's doing what? He loves, whether he's good or bad at it. Yeah. He surrounded himself with people that can actually play and sing. His background singers sounded good. The musicians sounded good. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing he's done with the Knicks organization, supposedly. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to surround himself with it. But he's doing exactly, he's got a, a great investment, because Madison Square Garden is a great investment. Oh, of yeah. course. And he Top gets, to, he gets to be like, you know what? Don't talk to me about basketball. Talk to Phil. I'm gonna go blow on a harmonica. I actually prefer you know. that most of the time. <laughs> but he should have did that before. But but in this case, he should did that before. No, we need no. you hands on now, bro. We need you hands on yeah, now, for real. Yeah. Now we need you hands on. Yeah. Yes. Treat the Knicks like the Rangers. We need you hands on now. When you're yes. reading KP is not trying to talk to Phil and skips an exit meeting and James, you need to step in now. This this is this is what kills me because I'm like, is you he want, is is he really oblivious to all this? You want to step in with Oakley? You know, oh, but you don't want to. You don't want to. Oh, you don't want to step in now. Stop it, man. Oh. You want to ban the man? A let the Knicks legend Oakley. You want to ban him? But then you want to. I'm not hands off now. Talk to Phil. This is as this is when, as an owner, you should have a pulse of the team and know what's going on and be like, you know what? With Phil, it hasn't been working. You know, let me let him. I don't out even think contract. that man knows basketball, bro. To be yeah, honest. Of nah. course not, but I'm just saying. He rejected like, the Kyle Lowry trade, I heard. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Wait, was it really him or was it the GM? I don't know. I heard, I read it was him. I don't know. Last time I said I thought it was him, it wasn't him. Oh, but I heard he rejected the Kyle Lowry yo. Uh, trade for like, it was like Shumpert and somebody else. I, I remember that trade. I remember that rumor. Right, because Kyle, Kyle like, great pickup, what the? And that is when he decided he was not going to be involved in basketball <laughs> operations anymore. Is what I read. How the, 
<laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a, honestly, like, that, that's a good reason to stay. He back. was like, you know what? <laughs> that, I, I, I beat him the deal, and he ends up being like borderline all star. Probably not the best move of my part. Borderline? Did he play in the all star game? I'm just. Yo, <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason to step down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at this. That is a good reason to step back. So, 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 I mean, okay, so you're telling me we're going to trade for a guy like Bargnani, but yet we're not going to pull this trick on a damn Kyle Lowry trade? Too risky, man. Too risky. Oh, man. Bargnani. Wow. That man's not even in the NBA right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, we will see. What's the date of the, the draft again? Next week, yes, yeah, the 22nd. Wonderful. Thursday, next week, Thursday. All right. We are going to keep our ears to the street, and then uh, maybe we'll do another one uh, after we after the pick is done. Yeah, we got to do something after the pick. Definitely yeah. get to and, the pick. And uh, then, then we'll have a better gauge as to uh, <laughs> what direction the Knicks are trying to Word. go in. Yeah. But, uh, Sometimes trades go down on draft day, too, so you, know, yeah, you never too. know what's going to happen. Exactly. Did because Kobe was initially um, picked up by the Hornets, wasn't it? Yep. Then got traded to the Lakers. Yep. So you just, you just don't know, bro. Look, it's just so it's it's so amazing when you look back at history and like, damn, Charlotte nearly had the great one of the greatest players of all oh, time. Nearly, <laughs> nearly. Damn. Bad decisions. And I, and I mean, I look right. Back, and then and then and then you know I look back at you know Nick's past drafts too. Like, oh, here we go. Gordon they had some duds, man. We could have, if the Golden State Warriors were not picking ahead of us, one pick ahead of us, we could have had Steph Curry. Mm, 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 mm. We would have traded him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because <laughs> we wouldn't know what to do with him. We wouldn't know what to do with him. Like, he's, he's this like, guy's too good. Yeah. Not even, you know no, what? No, he was injured. He was, he was injured because yeah, his ankles. ankles yeah. His ankles. He was being traded because he was but, yeah. the, the Knicks would have gave up on him. The Knicks yeah. would have been like, you know what? But he's see, too what, injured. But see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Golden State. Not even just Golden State. Other teams that are in the upper echelon of the NBA, they understand potential work ethic because this guy is an amazing shooter. Yeah, I'm talking about he don't need very much space or time. Nope. And if you crowd him, he'll just dribble around you. <laughs> and, and he'll pull up from third. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like... How is it that it, it feels like all these other teams have this um, foresight mm-hmm. and it's like the Knicks got blinders on? Like, how, how come we can't see um, all the, 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 the talent the, that we give away, all of it? I'm talking about every last one that we gave away was it performed Aldridge? somewhere else. Yeah. Doesn't Aylor, matter. Go down the list. Traded Ariza. Go down the list. <laughs> Zach Randolph. Herby. Jamal mean, Crawford. I mean, yo, like, we could look at, like, if you look at the two teams in the finals, the Cavaliers and the Warriors, like there there are some former Knicks there. I mean, right? Jr. Spliff. Um, we we Smith Smith didn't have a chance in New York, man. He didn't have a chance in New York. He did not. Yeah, I just think New York, New York has too much distraction. Yeah, man. he has discipline problems, man. Yeah, he was not. I sat there and watched the finals, and I was just like, I wish. We had that version of J.R. Yo, Smith. Yo, J.R. Smith, especially in that last game, the last game they lost, mm-hmm. he actually was, he had a good game. He so, had a good yeah, game. He did. I was like, J.R., you, why, <laughs> why? He partied too much in New York, man. Too much alcohol and, and, too much and alcohol and drugs and, and clubs. And so, 
For he, real. He needs to be in Cleveland in the woods with no distractions. <laughs> For real, man. Well. Even though training Shumpa seems to be smart now. <laughs> Looking at the way he's playing. He had some good games, though, but he had some bad games. Yeah, he, uh... He's a shell of him former self, you know. It's, yeah. He. Oh, I want to do a bruh pick. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. All right. <laughs> is it? Well, I'm going to see what you, who your bruh pick is. Because. Okay, go ahead. Since it's a Nick. I actually have I actually have one that's not a Nick. But go ahead. I'm going to let you. I'm a. This bruh pick is a former Nick that we all know and love. Oh yeah. <laughs> we just kind of mentioned his name. I'm just let the cat, Mr. Flat Top himself. <laughs> Game seven of the finals. I understand. Maybe he was in a panic. He's like, oh, it's desperation mode. Wait, game seven? Game Not game five? seven. I'm sorry. It was game five. Game five. I'm dreams. Sorry. He was wishing. <laughs> game five. Did you see that shot he shot from the corner three when it hit off the side of the back? Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I yeah. Was like, I was like, was bad. Damn, that's old chump. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I came back. So, um. Dag, bro. Now, this bruh pick is like a, it's one, but it's like twofold. All right. This bruh pick, I don't remember which game it was. It's a game three. Hmm. Game three, game four. When, um,. Steph Curry supposedly put the skates on LeBron. And oh, yeah. Man. Had him looking around. Yeah. <laughs> of course he had him looking around because he held the ball in his hand. Yeah, it was a double And then dropped yeah, it down. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Bruh. How the hell did you let that go? So, the, But the bruh pick is for the refs. Yeah. Yo, how did you not see that? Bruh. So fast. Yo, to, to, be, to be fair about it, like when I saw it, when I saw it I like real time, yeah, I, I, I didn't, didn't see it. Either. Yeah, because the real time, the camera was in his back. Because he was so fast and so he nice. Was, yeah, he didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> the light was was bouncing off the light skin. You couldn't see the hands and the ball oh, together. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you just missed the call, man. You didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Exactly. Because I, I, I'm I like, spot it, it, yo. <laughs> I'm telling you, the ankle we went. So the camera's back here. Of course, we're going to see all this. Mm-hmm. And then okay, what the and then he held it. But 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 it, but it was it was for like a split second. Word. That's what I'm saying. It's not even like he held it for like a. I, 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 you're right. A split you're right. I thought it was a, a hell of a head fake until I saw but, that slow mo. Yeah. But I'm here's like, the thing. Wait a minute. Yeah. LeBron knew it. He was like, yo. And we were like, oh, stop crying. <laughs> I'm no, the ref missed crying. that one. Yeah. Obviously, re- stop crying, even if he's right. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Miami, bro. Stop crying. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I do have a bro pick now that I think about it. Uh, All right, I know you think about it. We got three this time, okay? <laughs> it it, it got to go to Steph Curry, and here's oh. why: Game three of the NBA Finals, tough fought matchup. Less than a minute left. Warriors were down. Kevin Durant brings up the ball, pulls up, shoots a three on LeBron James' head. Wap pop, got it. Warriors took the lead. And Steph Curry, as he was running up the court, he decided to just stop for a second and pretend like he was taking a dump. Got back up and <laughs> ran, ran to the bench. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, at least we got to end it uh, same way we normally do. Word. Yeah. Gotta keep tradition alive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
But, um, you know, we'll see. After the draft, we will uh, have another podcast and revisit and, and see who's on the new Knicks roster. Word, word, word. Um, yeah. I guess uh, give out the social media stuff. You can find us, of course, at the Nick of Time podcast yep. yes. on all social media. You can find me at Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N. Also, you can follow my band Experience, T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-I-3-N-C-E. Jay, where can they find you? Oh, they can find me at J Ellis Draws Things. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws, D-R-A-W-S Things, T-H-I-N-G-S. No dollar sign on the S. No Z. <laughs> no Z. <laughs> None of that stuff. Corporate. How about you, Ryan? You can find me on the IG at Sir S I R G is I S C H I L L I N. And I'll be dropping a Knicks article tomorrow. Yes. So be on the lookout for that. This man's been doing a lot of writing. Yeah, a lot Hustling. of writing. <laughs> yes, sir. On the net, mostly the Knicks, but you can. I've also done some stuff on the Giants and the Brooklyn paint jobs also because that's what's <laughs> because that's what's required of me from the um internship I got right now, the journalism internship. So nice. Make sure you check those out. All right. All right. <clears throat> oh, also check out our, our website, the Nick yes, Time Podcast. Yes. Yes. Calm. We got oh. some action, some new writers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Check out our blogs. We got yes. videos. We got. Parrels, checkouts. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, matter of fact, I want to shout out the bloggers right quick. I hope, I, I, hope I get everybody's name. You, we, there's Dylan, there's Jeff, there's um Jay. Yes, it's Jay Fernandez, that's the new one. Yeah, nice. and um Christian. Yes, I think great. Are, I think those are the four, right? Did we got any more? I hope not, because if you <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't get you so love, don't worry. Word, you gotta. It's I all love. Gotta yeah, it's all love. The heart, the heart, the heart is forever, and the mind is fleeting. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we and we definitely appreciate all the contributions. Nah, Absolutely. definitely, y'all yeah. making y'all making the website even more popping, yo. Yeah. So, yo, thanks, thanks for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's it. Peace. We out.